Hi everybody and welcome back to the Fancy King podcast. Um, joined once again by Johnny, uh, Johnny Giles as I like to call him, or Johnny Dunphy. Johnny, how the hell are you? Not too bad. I've got over my man flu from last week, so hopefully I'm a bit clear. But then the epidemic of FPL hit me over the weekend, which I'm sure we're going to talk about <laughs> after a disaster of a weekend for me. But it's not all about me. No, it's oh, all about me. Johnny, anyway, <laughs> by the way, Johnny, you have a public apology here to issue to the listeners who went to tune in yesterday. People like Brian Margie and Frankie McCarl and other avid listeners. That uh, What happened, Johnny? I wanted to watch the Liverpool game. Simple as that. <laughs> you wanted to watch Liverpool There's... get stuffed 2-0 by the Italians. Ah, yeah, yeah. Huh? It, it, was all, it was all going so well with about 12 minutes to go. But, you know, in fairness to Brian Margie, it's not like he's never slagged me about anything before ever. So if this is my one revenge I can get on the guy, I'll take that. And tell me this, Johnny, what's happening with Van Dyke? He's letting boys dribble past him now all of a sudden. Was that a howler he had yesterday as well? Oh, sure. He's only human. He's only human. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we'll get back to plenty of Liverpool chat later on, I'm sure. But, Johnny, will we go into the teams here and how we did on Game Week 5, the Game Week of Horror? Yeah. Um, shall I take the reins first or do you want to go ahead now, Paddy, with your own team? Ah, no, you go on ahead, Johnny, sure. Right. It was a bit of, bit of a disaster all week. Uh Disaster game week, I should say, a drop to 4.1 million, which is a drop of 1.5 million places, Holy which was a bit of a sting Christ. in the balls, I can tell you. Um, yeah, yeah, it, 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 was, it was quite drastic. Um, I, I didn't even actually write down my points total, but I think it was about 35 uh, at most. It was no more than that anyway. But I've kind of diagnosed the situation and tried to work out where exactly where things went wrong. And in fairness, there was quite a few things that went wrong. All right. Number one was Man City conceding three, which I don't think any of us expected, really, in fairness. No, to nobody right. expected that. Fuck right. Me. I had brought in Shane Duffy to replace uh, Almerica Laporte, uh, and it was all going very well there at Brighton, uh, but then they conceded a last-minute equaliser, so no clean sheet there, no clean sheet for Liverpool. And then I had the probably the biggest curse of them all was I had that situation where I had left Patrick Van Anhalt on the bench when he was racking up the points between game week one and game week four. So I thought, I need to see a bit of sense here and bring this guy in. So I bring him in as a Palace defender, and they concede four against Spurs. And to top it all off, he scores an own goal as well. But Johnny, what were you thinking? Like bringing in like Patrick Van Anhold against Spurs? Like, you know, well, did, no, you know I, what was going on? What was going through your marbles there? Like, In fairness, like, you know, he had racked up a lot of points. Palace went into that game conceding only two goals all season. So, you know, uh, and, you know, I thought, well, why not? You know, right, right, I, I, right. I couldn't have him on the bench getting, you know, up to, you know, 28 points or 30 points and still on the bench. So I thought he has to get a go. And uh, like I say, I, I can understand people might think, why would you do it against Spurs? But like, you know, Palace had done well against the likes of Man United and plenty of other teams. So so why not? Uh, I'm trying my best to defend my actions here. But I'm just trying to show you what was behind the, the thinking process. At least. And who was the captain, Johnny? He was Firmino and he saved my ass a, a, a little bit because uh, he ended up not starting the game, but he did come on and get a nice wee return of eight points considering he only played for about, I think it was about 60 minutes or so, give or take. He's the um, silent hero, Firmino, isn't he? He is, I really think so, yeah. The way he's the way he's playing and the way things are going for him. Uh, I've said it before, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, that was one saving grace, but I, I didn't get rid of Pookie, but I, I did leave him on the bench. I didn't think he'd do much against Man City and I think that was a lot of people's thinking especially when you consider how many people sold him out. I just kept him on the bench, and he had 12 points yeah. sitting on the bench there for me. So that, that was kind of the, the whole 
process of it all. Like Man City conceding three, Liverpool not keeping a clean sheet, Brighton conceding a last minute equaliser, Palace having a holy show at the back where Van Aanholt has to be the one who scores the own goal, and Pookie sitting on the bench. So take your pick out of those five, really. And those Johnny, what, what's what's happening now? What are you going to do now to try and to fix this team up? Like you have to try and you know. Are you down there in the relegation zone in the fancy oh, very, in the fancy King League at the minute? Very much so. Um, I, I nipped into the pub on Sunday just to just to check the Arsenal score, you know. Yes. And um, you know, the barman Shane Meehan kindly reminded me, "Are you not going to half run in that league and now you're like second last in it or something?" No, he did not, did he? <laughs> I did, yeah. That was so my greeting. Is, are you, is it wild card yet? Are you going? Is it damage limitation? What's going on? Are you going to try and fix this team, or are you just going to keep with it for another wee while, Johnny? I still think I'm going to, as mad as it sounds, I still think I'm going to keep with it because I still think they are decent players. But, you know, like I've got Mila Vojevic there who's really done nothing. And that's quite surprising. I thought I expected a lot more from him. Um, you know, a lot of people do have Man City, either a Man City goalkeeper in Ederson or a Man City defender. But now that Laporte's gone, you know, that's kind of that kind of sturdiness at the back is going to be rattled. You know, it's not not like they have Vincent Company anymore. Yeah. Or Benjamin Mendy's out as well. And when you're relying on a Man City defence of... Stones and Otamendi, you know it's 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 a bit uh, it's a bit of a risky move to make, really. Um, but there are players I have kind of looked at at by possibly bringing in. Okay, uh, I've still got a free transfer this week. It's still not the worst eleven that you'll ever see, but it just it was just a disaster of a game week, and we've all had them at the end of the we day. We have. I think most people had uh, had a bad game week five. Johnny, now to be fair, uh, Ray Flanagan, another fill in our league. I actually was on the phone to Ray. Um, the on the eve of the kickoff, and he's telling me he was benching Pookie. He didn't know whether to start Pookie or Joelinton for Newcastle. And I was like, "Are you having a laugh, man? What way would you start uh, Joelinton, who's playing Liverpool and has only scored one goal, and Pookie is like banging them in?" Mm-hmm. It was like a no-brainer. Like, so I hope you're listening, Ray, and that uh, you're still feeling the pain for leaving Pookie on the bench. In fairness, you did give him a good jar on the WhatsApp group about it, and now you're following it up with a broadcast. <laughs> I'm <as> fucking well. <laughs> ruthless. I'm ruthless. <clears throat> That's you off Ray's Christmas card list, anyway, yeah. Dad. <laughs> oh, well. Right, Johnny, well, head on to my own team here. Are you finished with yes. yours? Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yep. Right, shite week over here. Absolute tripe. Um, 42 points overall. Game week rank of 5 million, 5.3 million. Overall rank now, 1.3. Um, Fuck, where did I start? I brought, I got, I used a free transfer, Martial out, brought in Sabalas. Um, he got, fuck all, got taken off in the 59th minute, so I was disgusted. Uh, Pookie saved me skin, 12 points, and that's my only hero. I had Captain Sterling, well, I had Salah, 9 points, and De Bruyne, as you know, didn't start, Pep Roulette. Um, Cantwell, on my bench, I didn't get him on, but mm-hmm. like most people, you know, I could hardly start two Norwich players against Man City. Like, mm-hmm. I was doing okay starting the like giving Pookie the run. But you know what? Uh, just just to sidestep for a wee second, like you know, the biggest game in terms of talking points at the weekend has to have been the Norwich Man City game. And this time last week, myself and yourself were sitting here, and we were all talking about how it's going to be a Man City show and it's going to kick them off. And and oh, yeah, and you know what? Looking back, we really shouldn't have thought that way. Just to kind of reiterate my point here. Man City, when they're relying on Otamendi and Stones, you know, it's, they're really, really liable at the back. And we forget that they were playing against a very, very good attacking Norwich team. So looking back, and I was guilty of this too, we were all fools just to write Norwich off. 
you know, I, I, looking back, I don't see it as that much of a shock at all. It should have been something that we all kind of copped onto, but a lot of people didn't, including myself. Well, it was like this, Johnny. Look, if there was ever a time to captain a city player, it was going to be that match. A depleted Norwich side, a side that were leaking goals anyway. Well, yeah, you know, that's true. They, we yeah, couldn't be blamed, true. you know. And on top of that as well, in our defence last week, we did still give Pookie the nod. I think um, I remember saying if he scores against Man City, he's the real deal. And that's right yeah, that's so right. I think he is the real deal and he's proved it now so uh, look I, I don't think anyone well I know Captain Hindsight's great but I don't think we could have predicted the chaos that unfolded mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was lovely to see FPL, oh. went out, FPL went out the window I was like come on fucking you know <laughs> Norwich this is brilliant as a Liverpool fan of course I was the, the biggest oh, well, Norwich fan going for the last uh, 20 months and as a United year. fan I was the same I didn't care <laughs> I want, you know I wanted to see the, the Norwich the underdogs do it Absolutely, it was a real Rocky Balboa story and fair play to them because they have played good football in the majority of their games already this season and then to go out and, and do it against the, the big boys uh, in their own backyard and actually win it, so tip of the hat as well but one player I have to mention that I think really, really shone in that game and yeah, Pookie will be hailed as the hero and, yes. and fair enough but I think Bonita is the man to look out for there I know I'm kind of jumping into next week already but he's the he's he's Wendina. Buendia, sorry, Buendia, sorry, slip of the tongue, yeah. Yes. Um, Buendia, good day, as his name translates to Buendia. Oh, I like um, that. There you go, fun fact. Um, I think he's just class. Like, I will admit, on Saturday, I was kind of flicking over and back the TV channels because, you know, the All-Ireland Gaelic football final That's was on right. as well. So I was kind of dabbling between the two. And it seemed every time I went across to Sky Sports to see the uh, Man City game it seemed to be always Bundia on the ball <laughs> you know? yeah that's right he was he was brilliant he uh, was man of the match like going back that match was crazy eight, eight first team players missing for Norwich two goals in ten minutes ten, two goals in ten minutes Johnny yep. imagine and Buendina assisted two goals as well yep. he, had a, he had a fantastic uh, fantastic game uh, he's putting in crosses and everything he had uh, I think he had a shot and everything in that mm-hmm. game so he um Fantastic. Six million if anyone's looking for a differential there. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, right, okay. Is that uh, What else have you got in your team, Paddy? Anything more? Nah, we'll just, uh, I don't even want to look at my team anymore. I think we'll just move on. Hey, what was the other big scoring game? Chelsea and Wolves 5-2. And then we had, of course, the Spurs game. Yeah, uh, just starting with the Chelsea game. Um, I think that kind of summed up both Chelsea and Wolves at the minute because Wolves are looking a wee bit dishevelled, a wee bit tired. Maybe it's the, the fixture pile up. They're not that kind of scary force that they were last season. It's still early days, of course. You know, I mean that very, very respectfully. But, you know, it was typical Chelsea. You know, fine attacking play. Very, very still shaky at the back, you know. And yeah. Reflects and, that. Yeah, you're right. And as far as fantasy football players go and assets, fuck Wolves. I'm not going near them. I'm not looking at them. I still have Jota in my team and I'm going to stop that rot this week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way cracking goal from that uh, Tamori boy 4.5 million for yeah, uh, yeah. Chelsea it was the three young lads for Chelsea at the weekend as well and obviously they're playing Liverpool this weekend so that kind of sets it up nicely when we look ahead to game week 6 yeah Tamori definitely going on the watch list I know at 4.5 million um, you know could be a good cheap way into the Chelsea defence not saying that it's great defence or anything but you know yeah. we like to see those 4.5 million players in those top 6 uh, teams I Absolutely. Um, uh, what was the other game you mentioned? Was it the Arsenal one you mentioned there? Uh, no, the Spurs and Pals, but oh, just Spurs, there, Spurs. Tammy Abraham, Hattrick. Is he the real deal? I, I would like to think so. Um, like, it's not very often you can score an own goal and nobody seems to notice at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, he's definitely on the watch list as well. I think, uh, actually, he's on the bandwagon, even though it's Liverpool next. 
It is, yeah, it is, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll save that there until we chat about next game week. Just you mentioned that Spurs game there as well. Um, this was another part of my woo at the weekend as well. Not just the Palace defending. I've already mentioned that with the the PVA own goal and that kind of stuff. But yeah. but also uh, I brought Ericsson in to replace Pascal Gross because I was saying the last few weeks. Gross just wasn't cutting the mustard, you know. So I brought in Ericsson, and when I heard that Spurs were were they three 0 up at halftime, well they, they were on they were on form anyway for the first forty five minutes, and I thought surely to goodness Ericsson is going to get in there and get on the act somewhere in the second yeah. half, and he's going to add to the show. But no. <laughs> yeah, when you looked and saw four 0 you were probably thinking, oh, Ericsson has to be involved in something here, like yeah. And if he hasn't been already, he will be at some stage in the yeah, game. Yeah. You know, it was uh, uh, it was a tale of old. But again, um, yeah, great great performance from Spurs. And of course, the man there was everyone's favourite son, as yeah, I call Yeah, exactly. He's the only Spurs uh, asset I'm interested in at the moment as well. 9.6 million, probably will rise again. So it's hard to fit him in though, isn't it? Now when there's a lot of people have like the likes of Salah, Manny, Sterling, KDB. I think yeah. we're going to have to lose one of these City boys, you know, or even one of the Liverpool boys. Possibly so. Well, uh, there, there is talk about a Robert, Robertson carrying an injury as well, so that could be a factor. Uh, a lot of people don't want to double up on Liverpool defenders as well, so that could be another way to, you know, free Not, up some funds and get yeah, them out. Yeah, to get that, you're right, to bring yeah. some and yeah, get you know what you're saying, yeah. Definitely. Um, right then, Johnny, will we just crack on here and, and get this podcast moving into game week six? Because I think that's where everyone wants to go. I don't think we want to sit back and look at that f- that game week five any longer. Especially me, anyway. I definitely don't. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think yeah. everybody does, right? So we've got Friday game this this week. So remember to get those captains set. Uh, we're also kind of shortening the time of this podcast because because of you selfishly wanting to watch Liverpool, you're the team you support all your life. Um, <laughs> we've, we've, we're recording. Uh, we're recording a day late, so we only. I'd, I'd like to apologise for supporting my football team. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So we'll um, we'll just that's what we're why we're kind of moving on swiftly. <clears throat> yeah. Right, okay, Johnny, well, take it away, Friday. What do you see in front of you there that stands first, out? First game of the weekend, obviously, is Bournemouth against Southampton, and one of the things that I wrote in my FPL roundup of the week, which was uh, shared on social media, was that yeah, you shared that on Facebook. You didn't even share it on your Twitter, did you? Oh, I don't think so, actually. I must yeah. I must really get up to date with this whole Twitter craze. Um, but, you know, just stepping back briefly to last week, okay, we had also been saying, as a lot of people said, it wasn't just me and you, is that if, you, if you'd stayed faithful to your Bournemouth forwards, then, you know, the, the opportunity would come, and it did, with uh, Fraser and Wilson fairly kicking ass against the so-called fantastic Everton defence. Yes. But, you know, I think... Um, it was Seamus from FPL Drunk, the Drunk podcast, that actually put that question into us as well, didn't he? He said... Right, yeah. So yeah. there's a little plug for the, the FPL Drunk podcast. I actually listened to it there uh, weekly, and it's very good. Now, fair play. I want to just do a quick... Sorry, I'm dropping you. I want to shout out Seamus and the FPL Chieftain, both uh, ran a marathon, had a little kind of mini Irish FPL meetup themselves. And, All right. Uh, I think uh, Seamus actually came third in the half marathon and uh, Chieftain just completed it. So well done, both of them. <laughs> Where was that, in Dublin or Belfast? Or? I don't know. Fuck, it wasn't Dublin. No, um, can't you mind. But okay, they, well, they, it, ran, it, it, they ran loads anyway. It wasn't in Donegal, so we don't have to be blamed now for not showing up to cheer them on or anything. Yeah, so that, oh, that's no, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't anywhere Guilford. near our parish. That's all right. But uh, yeah, just uh, looking at Friday's game, I think the main interest there, well, for me anyway, is to see uh, how the Bournemouth forwards go again because they are back on form. And like I was saying last week that Wilson had been consistently playing quite well, not necessarily firing all cylinders. I think the fact that I learned last week was that before last week's games, he'd either scored or assisted 
any of Bournemouth's five goals before the game last week. And then himself and Fraser and the likes had an absolute fantastic game against Everton. So I'd, I'd just like to see uh, if they can reproduce that again on Friday night. You know, so that, that's that's my biggest interest there. You know? Yeah, well, yes, like like we spoke about yesterday, they are. We were saying I wouldn't be jumping getting them in, but I wouldn't be getting rid of them. Now yeah. maybe this week we could be saying maybe it's time to start getting a few in because <laughs> they do have a they have a do they do, are they going on a good run of fixtures? Uh, yeah, I don't have them in front of me, but I do remember mentioning last week that they did have four games coming yeah, up that were quite nice. I don't do. have them to hand. I have them I, here. Yeah, they have obviously uh, Southampton away. Then they have West Ham at home. Then they have oh, then they're away to Arsenal. A little blip there, but then they're back on again, and they are at home to Norwich. So yeah, the the next couple of fixtures are looking good for them. I wouldn't even see Arsenal as a as a detriment to nah, that plan because Arsenal defensively, awful. defensively they're they're very very poor at the minute, you know. Um, but we'll save that there for another part of it. But yeah, uh, that's the first game obviously at the weekend. I think all eyes will be on their uh, Bournemouth um, attacking force in that game as well. Any other games from the weekend? Taking your eye, yeah. Well, uh, I'm kind of, I'm looking at this Man City Watford game, like, and I know a captain Sterling last week, and he blanked me, but I think it's he's the captaincy choice, the go-to captaincy choice mm. for me um, going into game week six. You get the feeling it's going to be a Man City backlash as well. Yeah, they're going to want it. They're going to want to. You know, they're going to go out there with something to prove, aren't they? Yeah. In fairness, now I watched Watford on Sunday and. It, it was that old expression of a game of two halves. They looked dead and buried at halftime, really, really stepped up the gear in the second half and went at Arsenal and were probably unlucky not to win the game in the end. You know, there was a fantastic comeback and they had chances to win it as well, particularly one right at the death. But I think this will just be a bit too much of them. City will know as well that they're already five points behind Liverpool. And if they slip again, and yeah. also, and also, that goes to seven points or, or eight points or whatever. Um, you know, this I think this is going to be a city backlash after the criticism that they got last weekend. Yeah, it'll be all guns blazing, won't it? Of course, Aguero will be another heavily captain player. But look, if you're looking to kind of maybe creep up those mini leagues or kind of move away from the bubble of the most popular captaincy, it's hard not to look at uh, Tammy Abraham there going up against that awful Liverpool defence. <laughs> in fairness though he is but he is though in fairness like Liverpool have not been keeping clean sheets we saw last night how they defensively they sort of fell to bits in the last 10 minutes yeah. you know bottled it off heard that one before <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah but like you know Abraham is the man on form in that game that's the Sunday evening game against Liverpool yeah. um, so they obviously I think they're out of the fixtures they're three of the most eye-catching games yeah. was it Chelsea, Liverpool Man City, yeah. Watford and uh, well for me Bournemouth and uh, Southampton on Friday night although I do agree there I was only ha- I was only kind of having a little joke there not saying that Tammy couldn't score against Liverpool I, I was really thinking about uh, Aubameyang uh, Arsenal against Villa Right. Okay. Yeah, that could be. I think that could be a, another captaincy um, to to really take note of. Yeah, like I, I was criticising away at Arsenal there, but of course we forget. Oh yeah, whatever about their defence. That's them. fair enough, Johnny. But mm-hmm. their attack. Attack is still attack is still in very very good shape. You know? Yeah, we saw saw them at Liverpool a few weeks ago. They were three 0 down, but still attacking quite well. Yeah, and two uh, goals for Aubameyang there last in game five as well. He's Obama bang once again, so he is fair play to him. You know, but uh, there's there's still a few fixtures there now that don't really jump out at you this weekend. You know, the likes of Palace against Wolves, and you know, uh, even Newcastle against Brighton. You know, you'd be looking for maybe just wee chip in points there. But I think the big points are going to be nailed in the likes of the Man City game, and uh, obviously, you know, Chelsea Liverpool will be a big one because people have been bringing in not just um, Abraham, but also what do you call him, Mason Mount as well. 
Yeah, that's you know? right. That's right. He just he, he made it well. Wait, hold on. I've caught and pick in second. There's a uh, Mason Mount just got injured. I think they're in the Champions League last night, Johnny. Oh, sorry, I was unaware. I was. But hey, watching. no, but uh, we don't know how serious it is yet. We're waiting on a bend in right to let us know. So, um, but cautious there. Anyway, I wouldn't be making any transfers yet. And uh, R.I.P. to those guys who made the transfers early. I just wonder. I'd love to see the stats later this week. If you know when. Oh, I can't remember the exact figure, but there was a huge amount of sales on Timo Pukki last week. I just wonder how many have actually brought him back in a game. Well, you know. I don't know how many brought put him out last week, but I know he's brought back in again. He's one of the top transfers of this <laughs> week. <laughs> so, you know what, what you know? I'd love to know is, is I'd love the people, if they would actually raise their hands, if they got rid of him last week and actually did bring him in, like the, the, the people who did it that quickly, you know? <laughs> Do you know what's the, what is interesting here? Right, Abraham. <coughs> Abraham's obviously the most transferred in player, four hundred and sixty-two thousand. Pookie second, two hundred eighty-five thousand. <coughs> Cantwell is third, two hundred fifty-seven thousand. And Mount is fourth. So a lot of people brought him in, obviously before he got injured. Yeah. So, um, but, but those those players, <coughs> excuse me, those players you mentioned, the likes of Cantwell and the likes of uh, Abraham, you know, they, they are playing well and they're going relatively cheap compared exactly. to. Some of the other guys, you know, you look at Harry Kane there. I'm not sure if he's performing again to his price tag. No, he, is he? Fuck, he's bollocks. He's um, second most player transferred out, Johnny, this week as is well. He? Yeah, but right. look, sure, like what is he? Twelve point five million, and he can't, you know, he can't put, you know, he's not, he's not performing to where a level of a twelve point five million player should be like. Yeah, like you know, like, I was trying to be patient with him, thinking that Spurs have a decent running fixtures coming up. Oh, um, well, no. Yeah, I think I remember writing that down. Sorry again, sorry, my notes have let me down here. But the thing is, I think he should be performing better already. He did nothing against Newcastle a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, even there, even there against uh, Palace. You know, I know he set up a goal. Fair enough, but you know, I, I think he's just a wee bit overhyped sometimes. You know, defensive midfielder now. He uh, he's uh, well, the next couple of games: Leicester, Southampton at home, Brighton at home, and Watford away. Like you, you think he'd be doing something there, but I don't know. It's a case of do you have the patience to do that or? Or do you hop off him and, and strengthen other areas? Um, yeah. But, you know, then it's always the fear of you jumping off him and then the next thing he explodes. Like, I'm sure you would have thought if you had a glance at the TV at 4-0 Crystal Palace, you would have thought, oh, that's Harry Kane, he's back. But, yeah. he, again, he was nowhere to be seen. Yeah, it uh, just sums up the uh, the misery that uh, Game Week 5 was. But So there'll be a lot of eyes on him as well. He's on my team at the minute, but, you know, maybe I'm being a bit overdramatic, but he's on a bit of a stay of execution at the minute, you know. Yeah. He's kind of on bor- borrowed time, you know. Yeah, well, do you know what? If, he, if you're even feeling like that, I would just get rid. Cut the rod out now, Johnny. Bring in, you know, a Bamiang. Yeah, I think it could. Somebody's on form, like, you know what I mean? Just fucking yeah. do it, man. Just push the button. Because <laughs> um, I, I don't like taking these, you know, these minus hits and all this kind of stuff. So I would nearly do the wild card, but not... No, you know, yeah, wild card maybe. Yeah. Wild card, but like not necessarily change. You know, sometimes you can get carried away with a wild card and want to change everybody because it's this big, you know, summer clear out. Whereas really, you know, it's you could keep the spine, Johnny. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep know, four or five. You know, keep yeah, your yeah. Van Dyke and your. Would you even keep him? But anyway, um, <laughs> so other uh, top transfers out this week were Barnes. The Barnes trains derailed. He's third. Jimenez is first, and Sterling's transferred out. Holy shit! That's a bit of a knee jerk, isn't it? Yeah, well, it is only ninety thousand. Still a lot of managers, so uh, definitely keeping Sterling, and uh, hoping he'll do it. And then, of course, Kelly for Crystal Palace is transferred out. I don't know why. He's four million. What's the gain? Uh, so you know, but it's just crazy the way. Uh, I think it's. I think it's kind of similar to the PVA situation that he was part of a defense that was going quite well until the weekend got hammered. 
last time out, and <coughs> yeah. then that's caused that's caused a bit of a oh, get rid of them, get rid of them. Yeah, you know, lots but, of lots like, of jerkiness. But yeah, but it, just talking about clean sheets there for a second, they've become a real rarity at the minute. Not you if know, you're a United fan, are you? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but they but like you, you see how few have been kept by the likes of Liverpool and Man City, who are usually so reliable. Now I know Liverpool have had to change their goalkeeper through Allison's injury, and I know Man City have have lost. Well, company's not there anymore, and Benjamin Mendy's inj- injured, as I said. But um, yeah, so just yeah, what do you what do you reckon, Paddy? Buying all the Man United defenders, and that'll solve the problem. Exactly. <laughs> right, well, I tell you what. I mean, though, yeah, clean sheets seem to be fucking bollocks. Um, I think there's a an article that went up earlier. I was reading it about uh, clean sheets, and it's we're playing. Most people seem to be playing last season's data. Yeah. This season, and also it was Chef, and we'll speak about Chef. And we went. Chef had a lovely article up. Uh, you know, we're all playing last season's data this season, and you know I didn't agree with all of the stuff I read but I did agree with some of that and you know also last season Trent Alexander was 5.5 million you know they were a little cheaper and all but you know it's just it seems to be so far the the expensive defenders aren't working and it's all the attackers so you know what do you do do you wait or do you jump on and try and fix things right away can I just ask there Paddy that you said a lot of people are going by what happened last season that was that's that's the point that you made, yes. Yeah, as in you, as in a lot of people, you know, are going five at the back this season, or bringing in, you know, you know, all the expensive defenders. Go on ahead, hit me now with whatever you want to hit me with. Well, no, I was just going to ask it if people are going on last season's information. Is that why you still have two Wolves players in your team? Do I have two Wolves players, Johnny? <laughs> Do you not have Jota and Jimenez? No, I thank God I have. I've, I balls. I, I thought I had a good one on you there. <laughs> I have Jota. I have Jota. All right. Okay. Wow. That's fair enough. That's yeah. Fair enough. I, thought, but, I thought you had. The, I thought you had the two of them. I thought. <laughs> no. 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 I have Jota and I have who's my other useless striker. Um, I can't even remember Johnny. That's oh, how good, That's how good he's. Oh, there. I have Pookie. Jesus, how could I forget? I have Jota and Pookie. You call him Pookie a, a useless striker now? No, I. I Forgot who actually was in my team. Uh, so. yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Grant, uh, well, come here. Uh, so that's uh, basically the kind of the long and the short of it now. Um, again, just for my own team, not that people are too caring about it, but uh, I think that there's definitely going to have to be changes made after a few weekends like that there. Johnny, so, you need to pull that wild card out of your pants and use it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And if anything does happen, you know, you'll be the first to know. Right. Thank you, Johnny. We'll go quickly. Uh, the the general's captaincy poll here: um, four thousand four hundred votes. Uh, Guerrero, Bamiang, Salah, Sterling. Who is it? Uh, I would say I would go Aguero. Right. It's actually Sterling, forty four percent. Aguero second, twenty seven percent. Bamiang third, and Salah. 12% on fourth. Now, there is other captaincy options there, of course, like Kevin De Bruyne and Rashford. If he plays. He play, he play. <laughs> and Tammy, <coughs> Tammy Abram, of course. Probably be heavily tipped going up against the pool this week. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. There are, well, I, th- I think I'll be going Sterling. Who's your captain? Kane? Um, at the minute, well, I'll think about the clear out first before I think about the captain. Uh, but at the minute, no, I, might, I think Bobby Firmino was serving me quite well there at the minute. But if I do the clear out, do the wild cards, obviously... I think that's the bigger priority than thinking about who the captain's going to be. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I I'll, 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 I'll come back to that question at a later date if that's okay. You've got me all upset about Jota now. Like, you know, I want to get rid of him, but do I want to get rid of him against Palace? Uh, well, the thing is, now they're playing Europa League on Thursday nights as well. Which, yeah, I'll have which, to keep an which, eye on that team. 
Yeah, well, you'll be watching Europa League quite a lot anyway this year, and we probably should enjoy yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're loving this. You're loving this. (laughs) But um, you can be watching it yourself very soon. (laughs) Well, I will be watching Celtic tomorrow night. Uh, Jesus, (laughs) I walked into that one. But um, I just think that uh, with Wolves players, uh, as much as like last year, I was singing their praises, and I've always liked Wolves as well. Always had a big Irish contingent down through the years, even now with the likes of Matt Doherty and a few lads at underage. But you know that sentiment goes out the window. Um, I think because they've had a big enough fixture pile up getting into the Europa League, now they're going to have it fairly consistently for the next ten weeks as well. You know, and that's not even counting before the League Cup games come in as well and. Uh, October November time as well, so I just think it's going to be a bit much for them at the moment. Yeah, they're yeah, I agree. They're not the same Wolves team anyways last year. Like, yeah. um, right, Johnny, I think that's kind of game week five summed up. And you know what? Just to let everyone know what I'm going to do with my team, I'm going to keep John. I'm going to roll the transfer because I'm going to give. I know I have Sabalas to another. I'm going to just give him one more game, and then at least I have the two free transfers. I'm going to do a bit of surgery right. in the team then. Um, so that's basically uh, round up, Johnny. All I'm going to chat about now is, Johnny, any local news or anything before we wind this podcast up? Uh, well, not really. The only, this is not really local as such, but I know a lot of... Because I'd be a member of the local Celtic Supporters Club here in Donegal, and it was lovely to see a lot of tributes that they posted today after the sad passing of Fernando Rickson, who used to play for Rangers, used to play for Holland, and oh, don't get me wrong, when he played, we, we gave him plenty of taunts from the stand at Celtic Park and... I'll never forget one day when Rickson got taken off after 20 minutes because he couldn't deal with Bobby Petta and Henrik Larsson. You know, he was <laughs> he was very much part of the... He was very much on the receiving end of it. But he got diagnosed there a few years ago with a, a horrible illness. But he's been very, very uh, open about it on um, social media. And it's great to see him meeting up with Rangers fans, Celtic fans, and paying tributes that he was sending out during his illness. But sadly, the poor guy passed away today. And uh, I know the supporters club have been kind of... The Celtic supporters club here in town have been kind of put out good wishes to him and as a member of that club I'd like to extend them good wishes oh that's, that's very nice Johnny and just going to uh, the to local now man as well as Noel, Noel Melvin as well for Finn Harps Johnny passed away he passed away earlier this week as well yeah he, he's only a young fella too yeah, yeah. he was buried, buried today I believe as well yeah I was chatting to Brennan Devaney about it and yeah it's, uh, that's you know there's sad moments in the, the local area you know not that Rickson's very local but uh, yeah, Noel no, Melvin would have been yeah definitely yeah. Johnny, we're going to we're going to uh, well look. I, we didn't really put up a question shout, but FPL Tips did get in there with one question. He says, "Why does my FPL team suck?" And uh, the question uh, I'll just put back to you, Tips, is maybe it's that Robertson TA switch or hokey hokey you did. <laughs> I'm only joking, with him, by the way. Uh, it probably was a good move in hindsight. But um, <laughs> you, you can't. Is that, is that FPL Tips that you had the one night stand with on the uh, pod? It is indeed. I uh, me and him had a joke. He's telling me that he uh, he switched out uh, Robertson for Trent, and then I joked on him on that pod. I said, "Well, you know that could come back and bite you," and, and it ended up it did. You know, I was kind of so. But look, I'm sure those two will go back and forward with points, just like Sal and Manny will probably do this this year as well. Yeah, we'll just have to keep an eye on that news about potential injury to Robertson as well. So, because I know um, he did, he apparently did pick up a knock against Newcastle, and even last night against um, Napoli, like he didn't seem at his uh, blustery best as well. So it could just be something to keep an eye out for, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's that's basically it, really. You know, Johnny, I think we can we can nearly call it like the, or the unless you want to stick around while I do do a little update in the league, Johnny, or do you want to fly on and get watching the matches? Uh, no, no, by the way, by the way, enjoy your company, Patrick. Go on ahead. Excellent. Right, sure. I'll just get into the uh, Fancy King Cash League and, and give the plaudits to the to the people. It'll, it'll be quite quick, actually, because I have it all here in front of me. 
well, I thought it. Oh, here we go. So the Fancy King Cash League. Of course, as you know, there's fifty euro or forty pounds every month going to the um, top manager. Uh, of course, it was FPL Chef who uh, got that last month. He's top of the league. Oh, and by the way, I just want to just put this out here now. Per Chef got his account hacked, uh, his email hacked, his Twitter. And uh, these trolls, whatever the fuck they did, they came in, wrecked his FPL team and deleted it. Um, so they potentially destroyed his whole team. Um, you, you just wonder who gets some sort of sense of enjoyment out of doing that. Like. Uh, it's atrocious, man. It's, uh, yeah. like, no, 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 no. What's the point, Natalie? Do you know what? I, fe- I felt sick when I heard it, like that somebody yeah. would do that to another person. Like, And uh, he was flying on the, on the FPL too. Like he was in the top 1,000 out of like, Eight million players almost, and he was leading my league, and they've just fucking butchered the whole season for him. And God knows what else they've done. But, uh, but even even more than the FPL thing, like you know, the FPL is immaterial. It's the principle of the matter, you know. Yeah, I know. But anyway, look, he's a strong character. I'm sure that he'll bounce on, bounce back from it, and it'll not bother him too much. But he's a. Uh, anything we can do to help the man or anything we can get this FPL league the, this team back like tweet the official FPL and retweet his tweets and, and try and sort it out for him because it's a sickener it's yeah. a real sickener I might um, even go on Twitter myself for this yeah do Johnny and uh, they'll have no luck whoever done it you know so anyway uh, and do you know what let that if you have a fucking maybe that's a for everyone else now to fix your passwords up and you know get your two what is it to you touch a Oh, I'm mumbling now I'm that angry just change your passwords and, and show <laughs> up your privacy basically I'm trying to trying to say so yeah we'll move on now the league uh, we had, of course we had 71 on Sterling captains with 29 and Salah Salah wins that round um, we had 8 captains <coughs> on Manny and we had 8 De Bruyne captains so god love them we also had the madcap bastards where uh, Karum Malik who captained Rashford these are the only one one of these guys just captained each of these. Mm-hmm. So Karen Malik Rashford, Darren Hunter captained Abamyang, Melvin Seat captained David Silva, you captained Firmino. Oh. Yeah, and Henry Diamond captained Son. So there was a little vote, a little poll there, and the madcap bastard was won by Henry Diamond Son. And I think we're going to have to change the name of this because it's really, a, I don't think it's, it's a differential captain, and it was worked out great. So well done, Henry. Yeah, but madcap bastard sounds fun, like. Yeah, it does. Okay, we'll keep it just like that. That's how we do things right here. So next up, we'll take a look at the managers who use some chips. So we had 21 wildcards used in the league, and we had two free hits, which was pretty crazy. Um, um, Kevin Cookie used a free hit last week, and then he used his wildcard this week. So that was a strange move by Cookie, and we'll have to get on to him. Paul McLennan and at 90 Matt were the two free hits used. Um, we had nine triple captains used in the league, Johnny. Is that uh, on Man City players by any chance? Yeah, we had Chef, had Aguero, two guys won Cup, Salah, um, FPL Locked, Sterling, Leonard Watson, Manny, Lynn, Aguero, FPL Blade, Aguero, FPL Local Lord, Aguero, Aidan Blake, Aguero, and Derek Hall, Aguero. So we had lots of uh, Aguero captains there, and um, they just about got away with it, didn't they? 18 points. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds like a getaway. I think the real hero in the triple captaincy there was Leonard Watson. Uh, Manny, wasn't it? Yeah, so you had yeah. 45 points for that, so well done, Leonard. 
Um, Leonard's getting a few praises in this podcast. I'm not liking it. For a man who's very new to FPL yeah. as well, he's he's, a, he's an FPL virgin as well, and he's he's going well. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Uh, my dog's going mad out there. Um, can you hear him? I can. So, <laughs> anyway, next up is the Hit Me Baby One More Time. So, we had eight managers take a minus eight. So, we had Killian Diaz, Peter Dobson, Darren Howard, Jessica Roberts, who's last in the league, uh, Hyper key, at Hyper Key, minus eight. At Leonard Watson also took a minus eight. Keith Shields, the champion. Minus eight as well, and Keith's fucking just sinking like the Titanic. At hair die minus eight, and then we had another nineteen managers taking minus four. We'll not revisit all those. So Johnny, after all that, when the dust settled, the highest manager of the week who had the highest points was Raymond Foy, who is uh, not only the manager of the week, he was also the highest riser in the league, moving up a huge eighty six places. It's a Foy story. Yeah, eighty seven points as well. He got on an average of fifty two. So what a fantastic week Ray had. Well done, Ray. 54th in the league, Ray, and you are on for uh, Manager of the Month if you keep up that. Uh, notable mentions with high-scoring weeks were Henry Diamond, 76 points, position 111th. Joseph Byron, 75, position 76th. And Darren Hunter, 72 points, position 77. Uh, notable biggest risers, Fergal Kellen, Joe Byron, and Aidan Blake all went up the league very well. Well so, done, Matt. Of course, now with the big scoring weeks, uh, we also have the the low scoring weeks. So, sorry to do this at Pete Bezer. He was the lowest scoring manager this week with 25 points. Well, 29, but he took a minus four, so 25. So, uh, poor Pete there, I'd not be happy with that. He's a very good player as well. Joining Pete down there, Suge from Planet FPL, he had 26 points. And funny thing I saw on Twitter was uh, an FPL manager, uh, FPL family's wife, Sam, Lee's, mm-hmm. Lee's wife, Sam. She had uh, 27 points on her bench left. So she had actually more points on her bench than... Oh, that's going to be a fun-filled dinner table. <laughs> per Suge had on his uh, team. Uh, Killian Diaz as well, 27 points. Uh, and he, um, he had a terrible, terrible week as well. So we'll go on now to the bench points. Most most points left on a bench. Joe De Silva, 23 points on his bench. Leonard Watson had 20 points benched. And El Clasico had 20 points benched as well. And you can guess from that, Johnny, who those two players might have been to add up those points on the bench. Uh, no, go on, just give it to me. Just shout it out. Pookie and Cantwell, I'd say, most of them were. Ah, uh, that makes perfect sense. Yes. Of course, of course. Right, time to take a look at the managers who made the right moves in the markets. First up, we have at Pompsa Pompsa. With his transfers, he netted himself 22 points out went Shea Adams and Perez. In came Tabby Abrahams and Gineppo. Gineppo? How do you pronounce that uh, Southampton guy? Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. But anyway, he benched him, so it was 11 points bench. So Joe Byron actually won that with a very simple transfer. He uh, took out Lepore, injured, took out Giroud because he's shit, brought in Walker, who got him one point, and brought in Tammy Abraham, 14. Net points, 15 there for Joe Byron. So well done. Well, well done, Joe. Other special mentions to uh, great transfers this week are FPL Locke, brought in 13 points. Steve Tomey, FPL Beer Club, at sixth goal, 11 points, and Henry Diamond, 11 points. Now, the last but not least of the league roundup is the transfers that didn't go to plan. Killian Diaz, who lost himself 30 points, Johnny. Oh! Yes, isn't that fucked? Killian, where do you hear this? He, he, he was dabbling, right? He made four changes. Now... If he, he should have been listening to the podcast, Johnny. Right, okay. Out went Fraser, 7 points. Sting. Out went Wilson, 13 points. Ooh. Out went Wambasaka, 6 points. Okay. And out went Jota, 2 points. In came Ayu, 1 point. 
Haller, two points. De Bruyne, one point. And Soyanko for Leicester, two points. Out, Schmidt. Other notable mentions for bad transfers are Peter Dobson lost himself 16 points at Pokemon 5, 15 points. Damian Crossan, the letter Kenny, 15 points down the drain at FPL Strategist, 15 points gone too. And that, friends, is the Fancy King Cash League Roundup. Jesus, I'm out of breath or I needed a pint <laughs> after that, Johnny. <laughs> Can I just point out that Damien Crossan's not from Letterkenny? He's oh, from Milford. He's, he's from, from Milford. Milford. Yeah, fa- he yeah. would kick your ass. Uh, he'd work in Letterkenny, he'd drink in Letterkenny, but he'd not beef too. He's from Letterkenny. <laughs> you're right. I should have said he's from Downings. That would have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. No. But you know what, Johnny? You, you have to give, get that league stuff out from there. That's what they play it for, to hear how yeah. they get on. They paid their money for it too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So they did. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Johnny, it's been a pleasure once again chatting FPL with you. Uh, if you like the podcast give us a like and a share and all that jazz now right that's right folks okay do what you gotta do see you later good luck